1: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, August 21st edition, coming at you a little earlier on your Friday. Got some uh, change of plans, so I've got to bang this thing out for you guys nice, bright, and early. If you're listening on your podcast platforms, you're good to go. Won't matter to you one bit, but if you're looking at me live, a little earlier than you used to, but uh, hopefully the information sticks just the same as always. Very interesting Thursday of action. Uh, Shane Bieber, absolutely filthy, as you'd expect. Uh, other Everybody else, Lamette Kershaw. Did great. Sunday grade? Yeah. Okay, nothing special. But uh, lots of great stuff there. Offenses are kind of quiet overall. The Giants keep doing it. One day people will listen. I know the listeners of Quick Hits are enjoying the Giants action. The people in the Fantasy degen Slack chat are enjoying the Giants action. That's been a thing uh, of the usual. If you like to join that Slack chat it's free. Just ask. Uh, send me a, a message on Twitter at BDN Trick. I'll get you in there. Just give me your email. We'll be good to go. If you want to join a premium Slack chat with premium tools uh, and other great stuff, go to rotoballer.com. Use promo code Bubba to get 10% off there. And go check out this video on The Daily at Rotoballer's YouTube channel if you prefer watching my 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 pretty mug instead of listening to it through your headphones. All right. 12 games on tap. It was supposed to be 13, but the Mets went Mets and got COVID. So their game last night was suspended. It's suspended tonight. I'd be shocked if they play at all this weekend against the New York Yankees. Which thanks for DFS because the Yankees is always an offense we like to attack. I mean, use and now we don't have them. So think about it that way. But um, we got 12 games and the pitching is horrific. Just think about it that way. Not good, Bob. When you're when you're looking at this one, it's a couple of aces and then a lot of mess. So you got a lot of ways to attack the bats tonight. Lots of totals we're still waiting for on this slate. Uh, weather-wise, things aren't too bad when you look at it. There's a slight chance of like early rain in Atlanta but very, very light and should be no problem getting going, not like the other night when we were uh, got the rain out situation on Wednesday night against the Nationals. But when we're looking at the totals on this slate, Brew Crew Pirates total of 8.5, Tigers-Indians 9.5, Phillies-Braves eight. is Phillies, where your Aces are, Twins-Royals 9, White Sox-Cubs waiting on that because it's in Wrigley as usual. Reds, Cardinals, nine. Rangers, Mariners, eight and a half. Rockies, Deuters, nine. Angels, A's, nine and a half. D-backs, Giants, nine. and we're waiting on a few other totals on those ones. So we'll wait and see uh, how that all goes. But overall, a lot of eight and a half, a lot of nines. I actually expected higher totals when I first started looking at this because um, this pitching is really, really bad. Lots of openers, lots of mediocre talents. You're going to have to plant your flag somewhere and uh, take some chances. That's for darn sure and see how things go on this slate. But uh, let's get cracking out of your top-priced pitcher is Walker Buehler at 10-2 against Colorado. I think I'm going to pass. I think I'm going to pass. Bueller just hasn't looked the same yet this year. Uh, it's a good price tag. It really is. you got the Rockies outside of Coors, which is always nice. Striking out 21% of the time versus righties. hitting two fifty six versus righties. If you want to get real detailed, you can do versus righties on the road. And we get a different Colorado team. Uh, obviously, they strike out the 25 and a half percent of the time on the road versus right. He's hitting only a buck 99 with a buck 20 ISO. So if you want to attack the Rockies, you can, I'm just not going to go there. Uh, Bueller is something. Something's not right with Bueller. Maybe it clicks tonight. Maybe I'm wrong. We live on and see another day, but Aaron Nola at bucks is a guy. I'm definitely going to take a look at Uh 205 ERA this year. He's looked outstanding. He has 30 or more DraftKings points in three straight starts. Been very, very good. Gone at least six innings, six, uh, seven, eight and six innings in his last three Zero, one, and one in earned run department. Eight or more Ks in all three starts. He's got that curveball flicking. He's got the ground ball, the fly ball rates going the way we want to. He's all stretched out. Everything you want from Aaron Nola is there right now. Pitching in Atlanta against a depleted uh, uh, Braves offense. No Acuna, no Albies. It, things are really, really bleak for them right now. They're striking out over 26% of the timers, right-handed pitching. So um, you guy got like Aaron Nola at $9,900. I'll take the savings off of Walker Buehler. Give me some NOLA at 99. If you drop down a little more in that matchup, drop $1,000 down. You got Max Freed, $8,900 against those Phillies. Sitting there at home, uh, he's been great as well. Oh, 18 or more points in every start this year, 24 or more in three of four. Uh, been very, very strong in that regards. But uh, let's take a look at the Phillies versus left-handed pitching. That's where it'll we'll see where the, the bread is buttered on this one. But Philadelphia... Versus left-handed pitching, striking out a little over twenty percent of the time, hitting two sixty-nine, two thirty-eight ice, so three seventy-nine was. Well, they've hit lefties very, very well, which you'd expect with that offense. Real Muto, Hoskins, um, you got Bryce Harper can hit lefties just fine. Segura's there. They got Alec Baum there now, uh, and many more. It's a very, very interesting offense. Uh, Freed is GPP viable, not cash. I go Nola in cash, that's for sure. But uh, Freed is in play as he's been very, very good. Very interesting GPP play against this Philadelphia offense. That is clicking right now, coming off that uh, doubleheader in Toronto, uh, Buffalo yesterday, where their bullpen was atrocious. So that's the thing with like them: is their bullpens bad? Starting pitching has been okay. So Max Freed eighty nine, very GPP viable. Now it just gets ugly. You got Adrian Hauser eighty four hundred bucks at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Yes, we're gonna keep picking on the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, he faced the Pirates earlier this year, five innings, one hit, one run, was a solo shot, three walks, four Ks. He has four more Ks. In all four starts this year, he's got at least five innings in all four starts. He doesn't strike out a ton, and that kind of doesn't help him if he gets into a little bit of trouble. He's been really, really good or kind of a little suspect at times. We know Pittsburgh struggles versus um, right-handed pitching. We've established that every day this week against um, the Cleveland Indians, striking out 25.5% of the time now, versus right-handed pitching, hitting a buck 93. So Hauser at 84. We'll go back to that. Well, just because that's where we are on this slate. Uh, Anthony D. Sclafani coming off just a miserable outing when he was a chalk bomb central against the Pittsburgh Pirates where it found out he was tipping his pitches prior to that six shutout against Milwaukee, five shutout against Detroit. It's very, very good. 6 um, Ks is in that Milwaukee start tipping his pitches this last time out. You'd imagine they fixed that facing the St. Louis team that got to Sonny Gray a little bit, but more than that, the walks got to Sonny Gray. That was a uh, bit of a bugaboo for Sonny Gray. So we'll see how, um, how Mr. Discofani handles that, but you got a St. Louis team giving samples a little smaller because they missed so much time with COVID, but they're striking out over 25% of the time versus the 234 uh, batting average and a 136 ISO. So they're not hitting righties with a ton of authority right now. So Disco at 8,100 bucks, probably low owned after that um, outing against Pittsburgh where maybe people don't listen to this show or listen to other shows and don't realize the reports that came out of them tipping pitches because That game is like bang, 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 out the gate. All these home runs from a Pittsburgh team that doesn't hit righties, as we've established on this show. And then they go to the bullpen for seven innings and get shut down. So, D is an interesting uh, $8,100 bounce back GPP type play. I think he's got much higher upside than Adrian Hauser because he's got the strikeouts on his side. So, Sclaw at 81 is very, very much worth a look in that one. Now, we just keep uh, going into the basement here, folks. And we go to Kobe Allard of the texas rangers i mentioned yesterday that kershaw could be a nice gpp play and then if you follow me on twitter like i tweet a bunch of dumb stuff a lot but i also tweet out stuff when i see lineups things that stand out things i also talk about in slack chat in further detail when people ask questions i didn't get on kershaw because i pretty much kept it easy last night and um, but when that lineup came out for seattle i tweeted out i said this just sets up beautifully for kershaw like this this lineup is bad i should i should have played some more kershaw but I just – I didn't – I only played with one lineup last night. Kept it simple. I had a lot of other stuff going on. So I went Bieber, walked away. Kershaw 7 with 11Ks. 7 is 11Ks. Looked, looked filthy. Absolutely filthy. So um, you look at Kobe Allard now in this matchup, a guy that we've seen talented last year and this year. We've seen him throw really good starts or get blown up. It's an either-or thing. You know, he got blown up in Colorado. Let's push Colorado to the side. That's what we usually do. Just kind of blink Colorado out of your mind. Unfortunately, his 5-2-5 ERA shows Colorado was there. We can't blank it out there, but we can when we evaluate because he faced the Angels five shutout innings with six K's. Prior to that, four innings, one earned against the Giants for two Ks and with two K's. So he's shown the upside this year. Good stuff there. Now a very intriguing matchup first the Seattle Mariners, a team that strikes out twenty-eight point four percent of the time versus left left-handed pitching, a buck seventy-two batting average, a buck oh seven ISO, and a two forty-six WOBA versus left-handed pitching. I'm not a math major. I just read what I see in front of me, and that ain't good, Bob. That is not good at all. So Kobe Allard stands out to me as a very intriguing play. Like with the Mariners, we saw that uh, the Dodgers series before Kershaw showed up, You know they have Kyle Lewis that can run into one. Evan White fouled one off his knee two nights ago. He didn't even play last night, so who knows if he's going to be back. Um, You got Shed Long. You have Austin Nola. You have these guys that can run into one. But when I say most of their names, do they really strike fear into your hearts? Not usually. So it's one of those things. If baseball happens and just guys start hitting it, that's baseball. That's going to happen. But in the grand scheme of things, really strong spot for Allard at $7,100 to bounce back from that cooler start in this one. Uh, Chad Cool at sixteen hundred dollars another guy kind of changing his pitch mix. He's, uh, his numbers look a little um, different because him and Brawls were opening and, and backing each other up. He went five innings, three earned, six Ks his last time. He's had six and seven Ks in his last two, which is great to see the strikeouts throughout, 14 or more points, 6,900 bucks. Going up against the Milwaukee Brewers, who two nights ago played really well. Last night, out of all people, Jose Barrios shut them down, which was surprising because now everyone's going to back on Barrios. The Milwaukee striking out 28% of the time versus righties hitting 200 with a 129 on ISO. Like They're struggling tremendously versus righties. So Chad Cool at 69 is a punt option for you in this one. Then, if you want to go really, really deep on this slate, uh, Cal Quantrill against the Houston Astros at fifty eight hundred bucks. Uh, Cal Quantrill, he got the save the other day, uh, but when he's done at least three or more innings, he's got you twelve or more points. That's been big. The strikeouts have been there for Quantrill this year, and if anything, you're picking on an Astros team that's just really hurting. Bregman's now on the IL. Uh, Altuve's come coming back, but he's still not Altuve yet. They're not striking out a ton versus righties, but they're hitting two thirty seven with a one forty eight ISO. So Quantrill at uh, 5,800 could be a punt if you're uh, looking to go that direction. So recapping the pitching, I got Aaron Nola up top all by himself. That's the, the easiest one for me. Then you got like in the middle, you got Freed, Hauser, De Scafani. I like Freed a lot in the GPP. I think Di Scalfani is a great bounce-back target. Hauser might have the safest floor but not the highest ceiling. So that's kind of the way I look at those three there. Uh, Di Scalfani could be very interesting, at 8,100 bucks. I'm getting more and more intrigued there. But if you look at the punts, Kobe Allard in a great spot versus Seattle. That's a big-boy play. Uh, Chad Cool, very nice punt against Milwaukee. And Cal Quantrill, if you want to get different against Houston, you can definitely look that direction. All right, let's talk about the bats on this 12-gamer catcher's position. If you are fading Freed real the 5K, steep price tag, but very intriguing. Um, Keep an eye on Boston because Means is going to open. And then right now, the follower in Boston for Baltimore is Jorge Lopez. So they're going lefty, then righty in that one. So keep an eye on that. A couple other ones. Brewer is opening the lefty Brewer for Boston. Then it goes to um, Darwinian Hernandez, who throws some gas. So that's intriguing. And then um, you got uh, Michael Fulmer opening for Tyler Alexander, Detroit versus Cleveland. So a couple uh, lefty-righty opening splits, which is very, very good to see actually kind of creative by the managers. I like that. So don't just go in there thinking, oh, he's got the lefty means. No, it's going to go to the righty after that. All right, looking at some cheaper options, at least four K and below. Um, you guys like Jason Castro at forty-two versus Fires. If you want to go there, chance Cisco at forty-one. I mentioned the righty Brewer, then uh, then it does it it goes Brewer, then Dorian Hernandez. So a guy like Cisco uh, at forty-one, especially if he's leading off, a little bit upside there. James McCann at four K versus the lefty Lester. I can definitely see that uh, as something coming into play. But other than that, you could save some cash by just dropping down. Austin Robbins, thirty-four versus Plutko. Not the worst of plays there. Um, dropping down even farther now, below 3K. It's um, Travis D'Arnaud is still only 2,900. I know it's Aaron Nola, but uh, that's a good play if you're not playing Nola. Hitting third in that order, cheap play, decent floor. Uh, so he brings some upside. Tucker Barnhart at 28 versus uh, Hudson is another guy you can look at. And then where's my boy? He should be here in the 26 range unless they moved him around. Then, where did he go? Joey Bart got the call yesterday. He got a double hit by a pitch. The boy can flat-out hit, folks. So don't sleep on that one. Let me just do the old searcheroo here. Um, Joey Bart is... Oh he's, up to, oh, he's down to 23. I didn't get far enough down yet. Wowzers. But Joey Bart got 2300 bucks in that matchup tonight versus, um, versus Robbie Ray. So Joey Bart at 23. That could be your free square tonight, folks. Enjoy that one. That's uh, intriguing. I'm surprised they, they priced him down so far. $2,300 for uh, Joey Bart versus Robbie Ray. Jump all aboard that train. First base position, uh, Bellinger started getting going the last couple of nights. A few home runs there in Seattle. Maybe he figured it out. John Gray on the bump, $5,300 for uh, belly bombs. That could be worth a look for you. I uh, got Goldie at 5K, not really going there. But uh, going down cheaper, Olson went deep yesterday. He's $4,800 in GPP. He's always GPP viable. Um, I mentioned Mitch Moreland yesterday. He went deep. He's 46. He's got means opening and then a nice righty to target there. So Moreland at 46. Definitely in play again tonight. Cash game viable as well. Uh, Carlos Santana at 44 against Fulmer. and Then Alexander's interesting. Uh, Renato Nunez at 44. Very, very much in play in that matchup. But uh, yeah, Baltimore let us down yesterday. So good bounce back spot for the O's when Nunez could be a part of that for you. Sorry, my throat's been a mess with the smoke out here. I, I work a out out of my truck off and on so it's getting tougher and tougher it's San Vegas like for a few weeks so I apologize with the uh, quality of the throat these days but um Hoskins 4,200 bucks versus Freed that is a interesting GPP play I like Freed a lot but uh you could see Philly being that contrarian GPP angle if you want to go that direction some cheaper options Candelario versus Plutko at 36 Plutko's not very good um I got no problem Using some Tigers as, a, as some value. I might, I'm not going full Tigers, but lefty's 340, righty 325 versus Plutko. You can do some damage against him. Cause up a lot of home runs last year. So some things to keep an eye on in that one. Uh, E5 and a GPP at 36 versus Lester. Uh, Edwin, not the best of a uh, track record. He's hit a buck 69 this year, but double-donged two nights ago. He's always got that ability in a GPP, so that's why he's GPP only. But 36 in that one. Um, other than that, like Danny Santana's back. He's 33 versus Marge Vicious of uh, Seattle, the lefty of Seattle. That's a target you can make. And it's um, kind of go from there. There's, yeah, that, that's it on this one. Uh, second base position. You got Whit Merrifield versus Oda Rizzi at 55. It's super steep price tag with a very, very interesting play because I don't think Oda Rizzi's that good. Uh, you got the Royals in play here. Lefty's 323, righty's 264. Before this past year, uh Odorie had some nice reverse splits, right? He's hit him just fine. So it's an interesting look at it there. Mustakas at 51. He's got the price bump for sure, but a really good spot there versus Dakota Hudson, another guy that I don't think that's great gets a lot of uh against Babbitt helped, not bad to death which is uh very odd for a lot of pitchers. So he's in play for you. Catel Marte at 44 versus Webb. Good look for you for Marte wind blowing out in San Francisco tonight. Ball's been flying out of that ballpark. Logan Webb's been good, but he also has moments where it's just like, what are you doing? Tommy Lestella just continues to hit $4,300, bucks, 9 more points last night. He's got that cash game floor with the GPP upside. The price tag keeps going up, which kind of stings a little bit. When he was cheaper, it was a lot more viable in cash. It's tougher at $43 to, to fit it all in. But he's a guy to keep an eye on tonight. James uh, Segura, if you want to fade, Freed is there. Uh, but going cheaper now, like Michael Chavis against Means, and then uh, the righty out of the pen at 37 not in love with it, but I could see it as an option if you so choose. And then when you just get cheaper, it's all about like Abraham Toro at 3K. He should be getting some starts. He's second base, third base versus Quantrill. He's in play um, for you. Chad Pender versus the lefty at 27. Jake Cronenworth, 25 versus uh, McCullers. Not as in love with it as I usually am, being McCullers and all. But he can be worth a look for you. And then real quick, back to first base, I knew I was looking for someone. When I saw Toro, it rang a bell. But for 2500 you have um, Taylor Jones. Of the Astros should be playing first base. They called him up for four points, 10 points in his two games. And Coors, not a world beater, but 2500 bucks against Quantrill could be a target for you. Uh, heading over to third base now, you got Aaron Otto's always interesting, but I'm not against Bueller out of Coors, not so much. Like Rendon at 53 versus Fires, uh, Devers, you can go back to that. Well, at 52, probably too cheap on uh, Fandle yet again. But Moose at 51 is probably the most expensive I'd go tonight at third base. It's the only guy I really like in that spot. Uh, Chapman double-donged it last night. 47 versus another lefty of Heaney. That's intriguing. If you're not using Discofani, Tommy Edmonds, not too bad. But I'd rather go Yon Moncada at 44, switch hitting versus Lester and company. That's got a little bit of upside to it. Todd Frazier versus the lefty Vicious. That is uh, one to keep an eye on. The Texas Rangers in tonight's action are... Do, do, do. Uh, lefty's 437, righty's 323 versus the lefty vicious So the Rangers are very live. Tonight, you know, their offense is just dreadful. Very interesting spot there versus a very not good pitcher at March Vicious. So Todd Frazier at 39 could be a play. Eduardo Escobar went deep last night. He's 38 versus Webb if you want to go the Arizona route tonight. It is something worth looking into. Uh, The D-backs have uh, so many team totals that are not even available yet. But lefty's 322, righty's 353 versus Logan Webb. So you can take a look at uh, a guy like Eduardo Escobar on that one. Uh, I mentioned Heimer Conelario at 36. He's always an intriguing play, swinging it really, really good. The hard hit rate's gone through the roof this year compared to normal. So he's an interesting play at 36. I like Kyle Seager. I I like Allard tonight at 71 as a pitching option. But Kyle Seager, I'd say it time and time again, can hit lefties. He uh, he took Kershaw deep yesterday. He's averaging over 10 points his last 10. He's 3,500. His price went down. He's a good value versus Allard tonight if you need to go that direction. Um, Evan Longoria at 34 versus Ray has left these extremely well, so you can look at Longo if you uh, feel the urge to go there. And then Hunter Dozier is only 3,200 versus Jake Odorizzi. I'll definitely be jumping on some Hunter Dozier, third base outfield eligible, uh, zero four twenty one fourteen in his last four. I like the upside of that one. He still hasn't got a click in since he's returned from COVID, but uh, definite upside there. Alec Baum, 3, or 3K versus Freed as well. And then Isaac Peretti is only 25 versus Plutko. That's a good value for you against Plutko in that matchup at hundo. Shortstop position, you got Lindor versus Fulmer. Tatis is only 52 versus McCullough. McCullers is a good pitcher, but uh, he's not getting a lot of strikeouts right now, and he's much better at home than on the road. On the road, it's been ugly. So um, Tatis at 52 is very much in play. Bogarts at 51 with deep last night. But Corey Seager at 5K might be the best bang for your buck if you're going 5K and above against Johnny Gray. We know uh, what Seager's doing this year is just lights out, crazy good. And when you look at uh, Johnny Gray, left, he's 340, right, he's 301. So a definite spot to look for in that matchup. A few others here. Tim Anderson just can't stop, won't stop. I love everything about him. 26 more points last night. 26, 12, 33, 28, 14. That uh, screams cash if you haven't heard of that before. That is really good. He's facing Johnny Lester, who's been sneaky good this year, but we know he's not this good. It's John Lester after all uh lefties are at 346 righties 331 that shows you he's doing it with smoke and mirrors when they're hitting them that well so tim anderson leading off in chicago at 4800 bucks not too shabby um Hory polanco at 44 it's gonna be worth a look i try to find an extra 400 bucks to go to tim anderson if you can but polanco is in play uh, david Fletcher and nico gooderman at the top of their orders at 41 and 4k are nice savings from tim anderson and their respective matchups and then we drop below 4K. Uh, Nick Ahmed's 3,500. I'll go back to that well tonight against Webb. Uh, let us down last night. A lot of guys let us down last night as one of those nights. But uh, Nick Ahmed at 35, the way he's swinging the bat right now, uh, you could go back to that well. And other than that, it's like Dubon's 28. If you want to go against Ray there for some savings, you can go that way. But uh, Brendan Rodgers, Decox, Atlanta's 24 versus Bueller. But it's Buellers As much as I don't want to use Bueller on the mound, I'm not like full-on fading him with bats either. It's kind of a just kind of let it happen type thing in that matchup outfield you got trout Betts; those are all great plays i want to tell you that harper's f- interesting versus freed i got martinez nelly cruz versus the lefty duffy's the first real circle spot here at 57 that's a really good one of course mentioned belly earlier i uh, got strip versus ray at 5k most won't play because lefty lefty hits them just fine as well so don't sleep on yaz at 5k in his matchup I got castellanos at 49 if you're stacking the reds he's a good addition to that with the righty righty there um Anthony Santander at the 4,600, so DraftKings is finally paying attention. Still a great spot there for Santander at 4,600. You can go back to that well if you so choose. Joey Gallagher's lefty is just fine, so 45 versus Vicious Should get you some low ownership, so that's very strong as well. Uh, sliding on down some more, you got Loreano versus a lefty at 44, not bad. Starting Martins up the 43, still a good spot with a great price tag versus Logan Webb. Um, Eloy Jimenez is only 41 versus Lester. I'd be jumping all over that one if you could. Lou Bob's only 4K. I like Eloy a lot at 41. Uh, He went deep again yesterday. He has averaged over 11 points his last 10. Lots of pop hitting 275, Something a lot of people didn't think he'd be able to do was hit for average. He's hitting for pretty decent average for big Eloy, so that's uh, good to see there. We dropped below 4K. Dylan Moore versus Allard at 39. If you're not using Allard Moore at 39, it's a good piece of savings. Nick Solak versus Vicious at 38. Nice as well. Mark Connor. He's, uh, he got on and stole some bags yesterday. He flexed his muscles a couple days before that. Sakana at 37. can does a little bit of everything right now. He's in play for you. Um, Kyle Lewis in a GPP at 36. If you want to go there versus Allard, he's worth it. Uh, David Peralta is only 35 versus Webb. Steven Piscotty at 35 versus a lefty. Those are both value plays. But Jesse Winker is still only 3,500. You keep playing Jesse Winker. That's just silly talk against Dakota Hudson. Uh, Kyle Tucker has been swinging a good bat. I know a lot of those coolers, but he's swinging a good. Maybe it, it woke him up. He's 3,400 versus control. Don't hate that. Robbie Grossman's 34 in his matchup. And then other than that, you're just kind of looking at, at picking and choosing. There's value down like uh, Trent Grisham, Brian Goodwin. We talk about them a lot. Danny Santana of Texas is down here. There'll be mix and matches pieces that you can, like Hunter Dozier's 32, that you could you can put in your lineup, especially when we see where certain guys fit in the lineups. There will be options down below all right recapping your pitching real quick on this slate you got nola at 9900 looking really strong up top there um in the 8k range you got d scofani freed and hauser i put them in that order uh just all gpp plays hauser maybe more so cash He's got a good floor but not a high ceiling the other two has some risk to them but a lot of upside than their matchups and then when you're punting coley albert versus versus very bad seattle offense is nice at 71 chad cool and cal quantrell are right, you rather options to punt with when you're stacking it up on this slate like you can tell the pitching's bad the White Sox is a good one versus Chicago I like that because Lester's priced up he's really not been that good so I think uh, the White Sox keep running those guys out there that's a strong approach for you tonight Uh, the Angels versus Mike Fires is interesting their bats are kind of cold against the Giants in San Francisco but Fires really isn't that good so that's uh, an interesting one there I like Cincinnati versus uh, Dakota Hudson I'm not a Dakota Hudson guy at all I think they've got some love to them. The Giants versus Robbie Ray. Just keep riding the Giants, folks. Keep riding the Gigantes. But then after that, it's like you know, Baltimore-Boston should pop off again. Uh, The Boston side more so than Baltimore, but both should just pop off. Minnesota versus um, Danny Duffy. Very nice spot for you as well. Lots of ways to go tonight with all these different openers and other situations. So the bats are there. You have tons of options to attack when you're breaking this whole slate down. But that's how we're going to break it down. That's how we're going to do it. You can find me on Twitter at BD Intric. Get all your info there. Um, give me a follow, and I'll help you out where I can. Come join the free Fantasy Sports DJ Slack chat where we talk about the slates all the time, plus many other sports going on over there. Also, get the podcast at Raven Review on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, until next week, I'll be off for the weekend as always. You guys stay safe out there. It's wild times here in 2020. Enjoy the baseball. Enjoy all the sports and things going on. Enjoy your families. I'll be back with you Monday. This was MLB DFS Quick your Friday, August 21st edition. I'm out.